It is The Drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Derek Piper, Lante, Kyle Tosk. Yeah. Quick trivia, who's number five for the Illini? For right now? Or just who who comes to mind when Darren. I say number five? Darren? Darren. Not Andre Curbelo? Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, would he just have made life easy if he just would have been as good as he was his freshman year for four years? It would have been very. We wouldn't be talking point guard last year or this year. Did I just see a picture of him like sitting in the stands? You did. I brought that up because of that. He received a technical last night <laughs> while sitting out on the bench, and then there's a picture of him sitting in the stands <laughs> with some fans after receiving his tech. I feel bad for him, how things played out. I and do, too. The concussion and whatnot, everything that he went through. Um, some of it seems self-inflicted especially still Agreed. what's what's going on but um yeah Curbella was in the the twitter sphere last night for that um that happening would you say that the concussion changed him in other words I don't know that medically it changed him but ever since that he went through a really rough time through that for sure uh and it, it definitely changed his his ability to come back like yes. he was having issues with dizziness and everything like when he was trying to work his way back he's more light sensitive that's why he wears oh that's the glasses right. um man was he good that freshman year oh he was especially late that season like how good he was in the big Ten, that tournament, big Ten tournament was ridiculous he was a huge piece of that team i've always said like there's weird sometimes it's the obvious like where were you when mark mcguire hit 62 right mm -hmm. or like, things like that. Th those are the obvious. And by the way, I was in the TWA Dome covering the Rams and Cardinals football game. I've told you this. Tony Banks was the quarterback of the Rams in shotgun formation on, like, third down and eight. And the, uh, the TWA Dome erupts and a false start. The Rams false start when they <laughs> were trying to get a first down. And it. It came over the – I looked at the guy next to me. I don't remember who it was, some media guy from St. Louis, and I said, I bet McGuire just homered. Mm. And sure enough, it comes over. Mark McGuire hits number 62. That's awesome. That was incredible. But but here's the irony is that – and I know I've told you this before, and I know I'm getting to that point where I probably need to be off the radio because I'm repeating everything. But it was Drew and Kurt White and I, my two of my buddies, we were over in Chrisman at a bar watching that game – against Ohio State, I believe, when Curbelo, didn't he go through somebody's legs the pass to get to Kofi for a dunk in that Big Ten tournament? I swear he threw it. Was that the – did he do that in the Ohio State game? I, maybe they weren't playing Ohio State. It may have been somebody different. I feel like he did that at Assembly Hall against Indiana. Oh, was road. that it? Okay. On the road, yeah. The, in overtime, Iowa had fouled out. That's right. And oh, okay. he was so – key to be able to close that game out yeah he threw one which seemed like through three defenders unbelievable bounce pass to Kofi to, to end that one and maybe it wasn't that particular play but he was just so good that I'll never forget that day watching Curbelo just lead Illinois in that Big Ten tournament he was unbelievable that year man he would have answered your point guard position that you desperately need right now mm. Mm. No doubt, no doubt. On the note of Big Ten basketball, let's dive into this. So the new AP poll came out yesterday. We talked about it, Illinois being number 16th. Purdue is top of the charts in terms of Big Ten teams, no longer the number one ranked team in the country, thanks to Northwestern. 
But you have Purdue at number three in the top 25. You have Illinois as the second highest ranked school at 16. Two others in the top 25, 23, Wisconsin. That's what they were at the beginning of last week. They had a big win at Michigan State, but then got blasted at Arizona. So they stood pat there at 23. Northwestern has debuted in the top 25. They're 7-1. and one. Beat Purdue, that's the, the big win on their resume, but they just cracked the top 25 sitting there in the 25th spot. So four ranked Big Ten teams. Others receiving votes. Ohio State received a couple. But for the most part, it's it's down in terms of how many Big Ten teams are in the top 25 or just kind of in that that next realm too. It's, mm. it's a quote-unquote top-heavy league, but really it's Purdue on its own tier. And that next tier is really Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio State and Northwestern kind of in, on that on that that uh, level as well, but I believe okay that is confirmed real quick. My buddy Don sent me a thing. Uh, Brett Bielma is going to be on is it Sports Center? Sports Center, yeah, at five o'clock hour time central. Yep, to chat Tommy DeVito. So sorry, wow, sorry, sweet. Pipe, sorry, that's awesome. So that'll be kind of cool for Illinois fans to be able to tune into that. Listen, I'm buying Northwestern, and I know they beat Purdue and. Oh, wow, Lon, way to go out on a limb. We have seen it for how many years where a guard is so absolutely important. Mm -hmm. And Northwestern with Boo Booey, I just, I'm buying that team. They're going to be tough to beat at Welsh Ryan. And I think they've got the ability to go on the road and win some games in a conference that is not very good. So, I think Northwestern, and you mentioned them. I'm not saying like I'm not saying you omitted them, but I think that's going to be a tough battle. And Wisconsin so far looks, of course, the win over Marquette really sent ripples, I guess, especially down here to Illinois country. But it was like interesting. I I, I don't know how to take Ohio State yet. I just I don't know yet. I admittedly haven't seen enough of mm. them, and they just blew a huge lead to Penn State and lost to them in Happy Ooh. Valley. They were up 18 in the second half and ended up losing that game. Northwestern, a team that I admittedly was not completely riding off. I think they could have been, as I forecast them in the preseason, I was like, eh, they could be a tournament team, but do yeah. I see them in like the top five of the league? I, I wasn't there. I thought losing Chase Audis was really going to hurt them. Uh, obviously still respected the heck out of Boo Booey and, and what he was able to do last year and then coming in this year. And we know that him against Purdue was was unbelievable. Like he was fantastic in that game. And yeah, I, I agree. Like in those crunch time moments, to have a guard that's been around the block and, and can just go and get you one mm -hmm. uh, is of huge value. I will say that uh, Ryan Langborg, the transfer from Princeton to come in as a, as a guy that can make some shots, was on that Princeton team that had a, a nice little run in the NCAA tournament right. last year. He's come in and, and helped to. Bridge the gap a little bit, uh, or at least level off. You know, maybe the the huge loss of Adige on on the perimeter from a scoring standpoint. Adige was also a pretty good defender, but Northwestern looks to be a top five caliber team in the Big Ten as of now. And their their only loss is Mississippi State, who's a top thirty team on Kempom, so they don't really have a they don't have a bad loss. Purdue's really their their only great win. That's so a far, hell of a marquee win. I mean, that's a that's a big time one for sure. I like Ty Berry too. Yeah, true. I like him. So I think he pairs well with Boo. So and Nicholson will battle you in the paint. It's yeah. not pretty offensively for him, but he's a guy that'll <laughs> make it tough for you to score. And then they have like a is it Barnheiser? Yeah, 
Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Brooks Barnheiser. Brooks, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of buying Northwestern, but, I mean, really, it's Purdue and everybody. Now, hold on. Well, in the sense of for a title, it's Purdue and everybody else, right? Seems that way, yeah. But there is no doubt that Illinois is in that next tier. For sure. For sure, yeah. And and now I, I don't recall even kind of a schedule and how that looks in the Big Ten. So for Illinois, they're obviously off to a 1-0 start, getting a big win at Rutgers. When you resume Big Ten play, there, there's some tough ones. Your first one in January is you host Northwestern. Then you mm. go to Purdue, Ooh. and then Michigan State and Maryland come to town, and then you're at Michigan. So okay. uh, originally, you would have thought that that home swing where you kind of are, are in a the middle of January, a Thursday, Sunday, Michigan State, then Maryland, thought that was going to be a, yeah. a real huge test, especially with at Purdue right before that. Those two teams are not playing well. I mean, Maryland's been pathetic. Like, they've, mm-hmm. been, they've been awful one of the worst offensive teams out there at the high major level for sure, if not just in general because of how they're shooting it or not shooting it. Uh, Michigan State's struggling. I mean, they're – what are they? Are they are they below 500 Struggling, on the putting it nicely. They're four and five. They're four and five. They've been, they've been awful. Maryland's five and four, and Michigan State's four and five. I, I like that we have Northwestern at home. Yeah. I like the idea of having them – that, that, that gives me a better thought to winning that game, obviously, and then taking your chances against Purdue. Right. Man, you could My, be two up on Purdue if you can win that game. Yeah, no doubt. And that would be a massive – I think kind of to zoom out from Illinois' standpoint, and I, I've wanted to dive into this, I think Illinois needs to beat Purdue once at least to, to have the type of mm. seed okay. that they really want to have. Like If you want to talk about Illinois having a, a three seed, a four seed, I'm not saying like, – there are obviously a number of different outcomes – in terms of like if Illinois beat everybody on their schedule other than Purdue the rest of the way, then obviously they'd probably be in a, in a decent spot. Right. But in terms of like the the real needle moving wins potential on your schedule, it's changed with how Michigan State has been bad, how Maryland has been just not even a tournament team caliber up to this point. I think that that will and not being able to beat one of Marquette or Tennessee. I'm not devaluing the FA win, FAU win at all, but uh, that will be one of those wins that could really mean a lot because I am fearful otherwise not that Illinois will risk not making the tournament or anything but in terms of really being able to bolster your your resume these other teams not playing well like Michigan State not even being like right now as and things can change imagine this like as far as the quad one quad two what have you a win at East Lansing right now would be a quad two win Mm. A win at Maryland right now would be a quad three win. Like that's a throwaway. Like not even does it doesn't even do anything for you. I wouldn't even go play it. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Michigan State on your home floor, a quad three. Like you only as of right now have four quad one chances between now and the end of February. Wow. Now you'd have three in early March at Wisconsin, home against Purdue, and we'll see if this one stands as a quad one at Iowa. Iowa is really falling off. Yeah, they're one two uh, here lately, but. Because the league is down and really down as you get past that, that top four, it's not doing Illinois favors as you try to build up your tournament resume. We actually talked about this while you were out east. Kyle and I mentioned this, not as in-depth, but we discussed why you needed to get a win against either Florida Atlantic or Tennessee. Because in my mind, you needed to pick up a top 20 win. You didn't get it against Marquette. 
doesn't hurt you, but you didn't get it against Marquette, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the win at Rutgers, the way you did it was very impressive, but I don't know that anybody on the committee is going to care about that come March. It's going to jump back and forth. Like two days ago, it was considered a fringe quad one. Today, it's a quad two. I, most likely, it's in my opinion, it's probably going to end up being a quad two. Okay. So if Illinois finishes, let's say they finish second in this conference, mm-hmm. but don't beat Purdue, then I guess at that point, you probably had a win against Wisconsin that is good. Probably a win against Northwestern that's decent. Indiana's 2-0. and Are they going to be ranked soon? Or? No. Mm-mm. You don't think so? They're 7-2 they overall. got blown out by 30 against Auburn over the weekend. Oh, that's right. So really, in that scenario, if you did not beat Purdue, you might have a you, good that, win against Wisconsin and uh-huh. Northwestern. And Ohio State, potentially. Oh, and Ohio State, and then FAU. Yeah. And Missouri? I don't think that one's going to okay. matter a ton. Colgate? No. <laughs> Just don't lose that one. That's one of those that, that won't help you a lot, but obviously could hurt you a lot. Yeah, it's weird to think that you could do all this damage with piling up wins. Like, wins now in college basketball is almost like wins in Major League Baseball for pitchers. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. The number of wins. Like, it used to be like the old... Oh, if we, you hit 20. Yeah. 20 wins was a tournament yep. appearance yep. and whatnot. I, again, I, I'm not worried about Illinois making the tournament. Okay. It's more about how much can you improve your your seating because a, a big part of getting to uh, of getting where you want to go in the tournament getting that sweet 16 is setting up a really nice path for yourself mm. and i feel like while it, it's kind of funny to sit back on your couch and watch and admittedly i i kind of do this and get caught into it as well like michigan state loses at nebraska you kind of think that's uh look at what michigan state's going through this is kind of right? this is kind of funny especially as somebody that's sat there and said izzo was an idiot for not going to the portal last year let alone this year as well and getting a big man as he's trying to say right now, well, our, our centers are so bad, I might play my son at center. Um, like, for them going through that, for Iowa to be bad, for Maryland to be down, for Indiana to be a team that the analytics hate and doesn't even shoot threes, like, as you start piling this all up, you're hurting Illinois' chances where if these teams were good and Illinois beat them, it matters so much more right. than just saying, okay, Illinois ran through this, what's going to be viewed as a soft schedule for the most part in the, in the Big Ten. The wins aren't going to matter as much than, than the quality of wins uh, if those teams were good. If you beat Purdue once, is that enough to pair with an FAU win, maybe a Wisconsin win, and an Ohio State, let's say, in Northwestern? If you beat Purdue, you basically have two elite-level wins, right? Again, I'm calling yeah. FAU elite because I think they, in the end, will be one of the top four seeds in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And you beat them. Mm-hmm. So if you are able to beat Purdue once, how much ground does that make up on everything you're concerned about now? It's going to help for sure. Yeah, if FAU is a top 15 team, I mean, it's a definite quad one. It's obviously Big quad top. one. Uh, and then Purdue, I mean, your your resume would look better actually if you won at Mackey versus if you beat them at oh, home. But yeah. obviously, it wouldn't. It'd be a great win regardless. Right. 
be split with Purdue, and then avoid bad losses. Fair in there. enough. That, you got to obviously take that into account as well. Uh, so that that's something that you've got to kind of manage. If if this team, which we expected going into the year to be more steady because they're older, because they got more proven guys than last year's team, if they avoid the slip-ups to teams they shouldn't lose to and then win at Wisconsin, like you said, split with Purdue, beat Ohio State, then yeah, they should be in a, in a really nice spot because they're not going to – the losses in the early portion of the schedule to Tennessee and Marquette will not hurt you at all. And then if you can – take care of teams that you should and have the, that a, a Purdue win to add to you, then you should be just fine and probably be able to get a a, a nice landing spot. I, I don't know for certain right now. Could you get a four seed? Could you get a five seed? We'll see how it plays out. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think that there is something to be said for the urgency to beat Purdue once. Not to throw it all on that, but it, it, it would help you a ton in a year where going in you would have said, well, we got – we got Purdue twice as a top five team. We got Michigan State twice as a top five, even though if you were skeptical about them sticking there, they were probably going to be a top 15 team in a lot of people's minds going into this season. Maryland's supposed to be pretty good. They're like going to be a ranked team. You're going to get mm-hmm. them on the road. And without Michigan State and Maryland being good, and then just kind of the, re- the, the lack of depth throughout this league, and I know that a texter mentioned, can you even get to – six that you feel good about in, ter- in terms of tournament teams. Yeah, that's true. That's another one, because let's do it right now. Illinois, Purdue, um, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Northwestern is five. Mm-hmm. Who's Who would be next in line number six? As of now, I don't think anyone has positioned themselves <laughs> to be a tournament team outside of those five. You would have said... In terms of net rankings, looks like Iowa's is oh. next up at 65th. Iowa's not making that tournament. Nebraska at 67th in the net. Michigan at 66th in the net. Michigan. Michigan State's 83rd in the net. Wow. Where's Indiana? Indiana's 123rd. Man. Mm. Yeah. Yikes. And this is a league that you go back to the season and when it was a one seed, they got like 10 teams in. Illinois yeah. had 12 quad one wins that year, Did they which really? led all of the country. And it's, it helped that they got so many opportunities because the Big Ten was thought to be that good. And on paper, it was until a lot of teams flamed out early that year. But because they got so many chances, they could build up an elite resume. The rest of these other teams struggling the way they are has, has taken some of that away from Illinois potentially. Again, I mean, they go on a they go on a heck of a run in Big Ten play. If they go like 16-4 and four in league, yeah. you're which, not going to have a problem. Which they very well could. Or 17-3, whatever. I mean, that's that's hard to do, obviously. I, I, I'm with you, but I think this is the kind of team that can sustain a good level of play day in and day out. Like I, I, I don't think they look great at Tennessee, but I think Tennessee had a lot to do with that. And you're not facing Tennessee when you're facing Maryland and – Ohio State and some of these I think this Illinois team is the kind of team that could run off and only lose three maybe Big Ten I mean if you lose to if you split with Purdue I don't know why you wouldn't lose more than three mm-hmm. in the Big Ten maybe at Wisconsin if they play there and maybe at yeah. Northwestern you play Wisconsin once and it is at Wisconsin oh, okay you play at you, you play with Northwestern twice in January early portion you you host them so uh, you only later. have one shot against Wisconsin only one yep 
Only one against Ohio State, too. It's true. You only That's get one there shot. on the road. Wow. So both of those are on the road, which in the end could help you if you win. Right. Yeah. I mean, that helps you. That makes it look even better. Yes. That's just crazy. What's I want to get Kyle's take on this before we I, catch I a break. Don't. I honestly but don't. <laughs> one thing that Brad kind of complained about or mentioned last year was that they only had one quad one game on their home floor last year, the entire year. It was against Indiana, and they lost it. So uh, wow. that shows, like, you want those opportunities on your home floor because you should, you know, if you're a really good team, yeah. you should win on your home you floor. At home. And you want to play good teams on your home floor where you get a chance to have a win that actually matters. Illinois in the Big Ten slate right now only has one game that would be a quad one win, and that's senior night, March 5th against Purdue. Can I say this, though? I mean, that that's a little bit of Crimea River because yeah, yeah, you're sure. in a Big Ten that sucks. I mean, essentially, I don't know that it sucks. But I, it's, I get but what you're saying. He always says that it's the toughest league in the country in right, the preseason. Right. So, I mean. And I, how many teams are in that <laughs> same spot, though? I mean, you know, a lot of times. Like, when you take some of the best teams, in the, like FAU, well, we played them in New York. Mm-hmm. And some of these teams that were in Maui, I mean, that's not a home game. So, I mean, I see where he's coming from there, but that's more of the Big Ten's fault than it is. No, for sure. And I'm not yelling at you, but I just think that's a little bit of an, yeah, I don't know. I cringe at that. You had a marquee win opportunity in your home court against Marquette and didn't get it. You totally did. Hey, guys, stop attacking me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Derek's like, Gemini. It is, there is something to be said for... Like I, and I'm not saying that Illinois should blame that for the reason of not getting where they want to go this year. Right, right, but right, it, right, it right. is a disadvantage. That's true. Look at look. So look, let's compare it to Tennessee. So Tennessee, who obviously Illinois just played, and Illinois was competitive in that game. If you look at their schedule, they're going to play Alabama at home. They're going to play South Carolina at home. We'll see if that sticks. That, that's mm-hmm, not going to stick. Mm-hmm. They're 28th in the net. That's not going to happen. Uh, you also look at Auburn, Texas A&M. And uh, Kentucky's kind of a fringe. Those are all examples of quad one or Kentucky just on the outside, potential quad one games at home for those teams. And just kind of like even if you just take away the home portion of it, they're going to have in the SEC a lot more opportunities to get quad one wins than if you're in the Big Ten because of the standings of those teams. And the other kind of the flip side of that is – Let's say Michigan State, which they are, having very much a down year, but it's you, you, go, you still go to the is, is zone, and oh, maybe, yeah. they, maybe they need one, and you lose. Well, all of a sudden, that's a that's a quad two loss versus if Michigan State would have maybe handled their business and played up to their their potential, or if they whatever, however mm-hmm. you want to you yeah. say it, and they were better positioned than that, then a quad one loss doesn't matter near as much as if you go, oh well, you know, Michigan State's been bad this year, but. Uh, you know, the is zone, it's tough. You went there and lost. So. Right. Well, again, that's more of a product of, you know, 70% of your games are going to be against a conference. And there's nothing you can do to change that. Mm-hmm. So if your conference is not good one year, then right. unfortunately your yeah. chances of yeah. winning at home. Yeah. I mean, next year, I know they have Tennessee here. Do we go to – no, that Marquette game was – they had come here. Like, it was the – well, that was the Gavit games. Oh, that's right. That's so right. Wasn't that a wasn't home a home and home. My right. fault. So really, I mean, next year is there, we'll see. There's yeah, there's you, a lot just still don't to be know, played out in that's terms true. of what the schedule looks like. And look, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, kind of my grand overall point is that number one, Illinois fans should be rooting for Rutgers the rest of the way. 
you want Rutgers to be a a quad one win. You want them to win enough so that that win looks good. And in general, it's not a good thing. Well, I think it, it can be kind of programmed in your mind. Well, it's easy now for Illinois to finish second in the Big Ten because of the way these other teams are, are looking, which there's some fairness in that statement, but also it's going to hurt Illinois' resume potential because these teams have not played well. Makes sense. Kyle, what say you? I totally agree. And the other thing, and you kind of alluded to it, is that you're going to have off nights throughout league play, and those are going to hurt you. You know, mm-hmm. you're, if you go, like you said, if you go on the road to some of these teams that, I mean, they're down, but they're still, I feel like a Michigan and a Michigan State and an Indiana, they could beat you any given night, especially if you go on the road. Sure. And now those are going to be considered, quote unquote, bad losses if you drop one on a night where you shoot two for 25 from three. So that is another factor. But I just think uh, Illinois just needs to win as many games as possible. Amen. And that should solve. Yeah. Where would you guys floor and ceiling Illinois with regards to an NCAA seating? Where would a where would the ceiling be? You beat Purdue twice, or mm. or you beat? Let's say I mean you that sp- can change a lot. Obviously, yeah. Let's say you split with Purdue, and you have a really good Big Ten slate, and you don't lose again in the non-con. Three seed. They yeah, if, if you win the Big Ten or share a, a regular season title and then you know aren't an early exit in the Big Ten tournament because the Big Ten tournament's a chance to add some more yeah, wins true. on there, you could be, a, yeah, a three. Okay. And then if they have the kind of year we expect where they finish top four in the Big Ten, they've got the win over FAU. Let's say you don't lose again in the non-conference. Six? Six, yeah. Five, six? I think it's lower than five because of that, because of what you just said and what you said, Pipes, in the sense that, whoops, we lost at Nebraska. Well, guess what? That's not going to look good for you. Yeah, you don't play there this year, at least. Oh, okay, well, that is good then. But, yeah, that, that I mean, like I don't see this team being an eight seed like it was last year, a nine or whatever. Wasn't FAU a nine? Yep. And we were too, right? Yeah, they were one of the teams that you were looking at that you might match up with. That's right. Wow, and they made it all the way to the Final Four. Yeah. Interesting. Should have lost to Memphis. Memphis should have went to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I would have looked like a genius. <laughs> I know we got to catch a break. Before you send us off to a break, though, Kyle, can you play me a little music? Sure. Anything in particular you're just, looking j- for? Just play me some music, all big right. boy. Because I'm going to tell you about Pia Claus. It's coming up at Pia's this week. How about Thursday night from 5.30 to 9, and then Friday morning from 7 to 10 a.m., gifts for all. There's free holiday food. There's going to be drink specials. I'm sure there'll be music. There's always the gaming right there at Pia's, right along that wall that every time I go in is absolutely full. Pia's is just awesome. Their fries are great. Their food is great. What are some of the things, Derek, that you and I, every time we're going to eat at Pia's and then every time we never get a chance because we're mm-hmm. doing the show, mm-hmm. like they're, they're big burgers. 
Or slugger burger, the yeah. The slugger burger, yeah, that's what it was. fries are good. Oh, their fries are really um, good. They've got like a Cajun fry. Yeah. Oh, you can just order that alone. True. I know that's probably not the healthiest thing in the world. Yeah. And sometimes you can have too much of one thing. Like you need, if you if you have fries, you got to kind of have a burger to kind of mix it up a little bit. I've been in there before where I'll just get a couple draft beers and just get some fries. Oh, they're Cajun fries, man. I love. So Pia's, man, they're the place to be this Thursday night, 530 to 9, and then Saturday morning, or I'm sorry, Friday morning from 7 to 10 a.m., it's Pia Claus, and they uh, are giving away gifts, they're giving away food, there's drink specials, go and get your Christmas on at Pia's with Pia Claus. I wonder if they have, is Santa there? Cannot confirm or deny. Hmm. He's busy, guys, he's starting to get busy, gonna be busy. I watched Rudolph over the weekend. Did you? I did. I I finally got my, my six year old. There you go. Lante. And it make you? It, it gives you that nostalgia. I it love does. that about Christmas. It totally does. Yep. Burl Ives and the whole crew back in the day. Oh yeah. I need to watch Christmas Vacation. We had Elf on last night when we finally got our Christmas tree up. So uh, Santa. It's good. That when he goes into the store. <laughs> The manager of the store is hilarious. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so excited. And, and you know, that, that dude is like, what is wrong with you, man? He's like, well, Santa's coming. Santa's coming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will Ferrell, man. He's great. He is good in that. That's one of his better, one of his better performances. What's the must-watch Christmas movie? Putting it out to the text line, 217-359-2255 on the U of I Atlanta Link text line. We'll talk about that when we come back. It is the drive. Illini fans, gear up to support your Fighting Illini men's and women's basketball team this year at the official fan store of the Fighting Illini Game Day Spirit. From buy one, get one free basketball t-shirts to official NIL merchandise, Game Day Spirit has everything you need to support your Fighting Illini. Shop with them in store at the corner of Neal and Kirby in Champaign, 6th and Green in Campus Town, or online 24-7 at gamedayspirit.com. Game Day Spirit, where Illini fans shop. I'm Justin Ike, co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. So, Justin, tell me what you see as typical when it comes to sewer repair. Give me a scenario. Your sewer's backed up and somebody comes along and says, you need this repair for X amount of dollars. Here's my price. And you don't think to go looking for another company or a second opinion because you don't feel like you have time. So is it possible that you might get charged a little more because it's kind of a desperate moment? Do some companies do that? Oh, absolutely they will. They know you're in a pinch. Typically, if you call us, me or Will can be out there within an hour to look at that problem for you. Whether you call me first or you call me second, make sure you give me a call. Anything else, Justin? You can always trust Fred's. Great to know. Thank you. That's Justin Ike, the co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. If you want more information about this great 45-year family-owned company, just go to fredscu.com. That's fredscu.com. You moved into your new home using two men in a truck. The garage was clean. Then... I love the new recliner. What are we going to do with this old one? Put it in the garage for now. Over time, this cycle continued. Put it in the garage for now. Put it in the garage for now. Put it in the garage for now. (laughs) It happens. You got junk. Call two men in a truck to get rid of all your junk. Residential or commercial, two men in a truck has a solution for your junk removal. Contact them at twomenchampagne.com. Two men in a truck. 
Have you ever wondered why you pay your bank to have a checking account with them? We do, too. At Fisher National Bank, we offer free checking accounts that reward you to bank with us. Our Rewards Cashback Checking offers 2.02% cash back on debit card purchases up to $500 monthly. No service fees or balance requirements needed to earn rewards. For a free checking account that pays you back, simply make 12 debit card purchases, receive electronic statements, and have one direct deposit within a monthly cycle. It's so simple. We bet you're doing most of these things already. With Rewards Cashback Checking, you have access to Reward Saver, which earns 4.07 annual percentage yield on balances up to 20000 Reward yourself with free Rewards Cashback Checking and Reward Saver, a few of the many ways Fisher National Bank invests in our customers. See monthly requirements at any branch or fishernational.com. Fisher National Bank. Exceptional communities. Exceptional people. Member FDIC. Carl works every day to improve the health of community members across the region, and it would not be possible without team members like Sierra Poole, phlebotomy lab lead at Carl Foundation Hospital. I love working at Carl because of the togetherness among the phlebotomy team and the opportunity to advance within the department. If you're looking for an opportunity to serve your community like Sierra in a supportive environment with opportunities for growth, visit carl.org careers. Looking to supercharge your business with digital marketing? Hi, I'm Stevie J. And in 40 years of radio, one thing has remained the same. We deliver real results for our clients, and your business is our business too. I'm excited to announce Stevie J Digital, your digital marketing partner. Aside from our tried and true radio campaigns, we offer website building, social media management, search engine optimization, search marketing, logo design, and brand management. Our expert digital marketing team is here to maximize your online potential and help grow your business. That means our web developers will create a stunning user-friendly website that leaves a lasting impression on your visitors. So the secret to growing your business in 2024 is an email away. Contact Diane.Ducey, Diane.Ducey at sjbroadcasting.com and let us show you what we're offering on digital marketing in 2024. That's Diane.Ducey, D-U-C-E-Y at sjbroadcasting.com. Die Hard is winning the day. Really? Getting a, getting a lot of diehards on never, the U of I Atlanta Link text line. Never understood that. Me neither. It's not a Christmas movie. Oh, Kyle, you're going to rouse some people yeah, I up. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it in a while. It's been a while. Oh, it's been a long time for me as well. Maybe that, maybe that I need to go back and watch it. And be fair to, but it's amazing how many people love Die Hard every year. And I just don't, I think I'm more of a traditionalist. Mm. So Christmas Vacation, easily my favorite. It's a Wonderful Life would be number two. Um, gosh, probably Polar Express three. I know that's kind of a 
weird one for me to throw in there, but I just kind of enjoy that. I kind of like that movie. I kind of like the premise of it. I thought Tom Hanks was really good in it. Yeah. That'd probably be my top three. I like it. And you still, man, you still have Elf. Elf's a really good one, man. What's the one you like? The four. I love Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I love that one. It's one of my favorites. Vince Vaughn is funny. The other day, a wedding. What was it? Wedding planner. Yeah, I think that is he in that one. Is he with Owen Wilson? Or no? Oh, wedding crash. Wedding crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was on, and I didn't watch like, but maybe five minutes of it. But it was so funny. Those two, like the idea of what they do in that, and then they're they're planning for the biggest wedding, and, the, and Owen's like, "Man, I just feel like we need to take a break." <laughs> and Vince Vaughn comes in, go rule seven, <laughs> rule seven, stay. You know, and, and Owen's like, "I know what rule seven is." It's just kind of a fun. Whoever wrote that is pretty. That's pretty good. Oh, it was awesome. That was pretty funny. That didn't pa- slide past me though. I know you just watched the wedding planner with Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> Although J-Lo, yeah, yeah. I've always said, what age does J-Lo have to be for me to have a shot? <laughs> so, like, think about it. If she's 90 and I'm 88, do I have a shot at J-Lo? She's only two years older than you? I don't know. She's not that. Well, she's probably, she's probably what, 57? She's probably like four years older. Is she that old? Is she, I not to say it like that. Well, She's no. 54. Oh, oh, well, then she's a year older than me. We're meant for each other. That was destined. That's right. Um, do you see Matt Damon? They might be a Bourne movie out again. Bourne right? 6. Really? Let's go. There I go. love that series. There you go. That was a weird series, though, when all of a sudden the one dude played Jason Bourne. What's his name? He got hurt on the... Yeah, I'll think of it. Renner? Ren- Renner? Oh, he Mike, was in one of the... Mike Renner? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, yeah. He was in one of the Bourne movies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like, where'd that come from? I love Jeremy Renner, though. He is good. I, I like him. I like him. Uh, he says on the U of I Atlanta League text line, my wife would definitely say Home Alone. You know what's funny? Uh, my wife knows that I love Home Alone, so she like messes with me and says, Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I heard on another station one day that they were going through the items that Kevin was his name, right? Yeah. That he bought at the grocery store. (laughs) And it it goes through all these items. And at the time it cost him like $18 today. It would have cost like $70 for the items. Yeah. Just like the, the packet of army men was probably going to be 18 (laughs) bucks. (laughs) I need to go back and see home home alone for the kids. He says, and and he was, uh, I mean, that's what I looked like at that age. I mean, I literally looked, everybody says I could have been Kevin McCauley or what, what's his name? McAllister. McAllister. Who's the actual actor? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay, yeah, Macaulay Culkin. I put, him, I put his character name and <laughs> that together. Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? I like the early. I like the just the, the original. First one. Yeah, Kyle, you have an opinion? Have you even seen them? Are those? Oh two, no, two I, past year? Home Alone's my favorite. Okay, is group. it really my favorite Christmas movie? But the first one, I think I probably would lean towards the original just slightly. Although I really like two also. Mm. I'm a Home Alone two guy. I, I love the first one, but I think Home Alone two is my favorite. Coach Baker's on to something here. Home Alone date night for J Lo and Lon. Nice little popcorn. I'll sing some 
Christmas carols. <laughs> it's beginning to look. Well, you could pick her up in August. She'd still be singing Christmas carols. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that might be damaging to me at that point. <laughs> I may have to hide that. When she looks back through my Spotify playlist in August and she's like, are you really listening to Barry Williams like it's a wonderful time? What? It's the most wonderful time. Christmas Story from You Can Call Me Sal says it's up there. That is, I haven't been a huge Christmas Story guy. Maybe. Never have. Same with me. Jeremy Warner loves that show. So does my wife. Is that the one they show continuously on TBS? They and do. T yeah. Yes. Warner loved that show. And I just, there's moments in there that are funny. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I, it's not my favorite. Right. Same here. Isn't that funny how you could get, I mean, just people have different mm -hmm. different things. Christmas vacation, though. Come on. It's that time. Oh, let's go. I don't know where we're going from here. but that, I don't that, either. That, yeah, that's where we're at. But we need to take another break, according to... Uh, Kyle. Kyle, you're leaving Thursday. Thursday's your last? For like a month. Yep, I'm going on break. So we're just not doing a show for a month? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> we will still have a show. That's how Lon would like it, right? That is correct. We are taking the week between Christmas and New Year's off. Yes. We've never taken that entire week, but we're going to do that this year. You have a young... Young little guy, Kate, at home that you'd yes. like to spend time with. And, of course, another on the way. Mm -hmm. So, and I just don't like to work anymore. I mean, it's really, <laughs> there's no romantic thing about me needing a week off between Christmas. You could have made something up. <laughs> I wonder, when does Luke, or when does Andrew play that week? I might head to you Florida. And, you and Andrew and Lucas going like an ice fishing trip you that you what? do every year? Yeah, take the, uh, <laughs> go up to Minnesota and just <laughs> ice fish. <laughs> Oh, what did Randy? What did Randy say? No, I don't. Yeah, I would not read that one. <laughs> Actually, I've got to work the office, so I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here, but it'd be nice just to have afternoons off, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of enjoy it like the rest of the world. Listen to us. Like I love when I go on that tangent. No, don't do that. Like there's not people working right now till five. You know, like I I act like everybody gets off at three. But yet then I'm the only one that then has to work from three to five. So I just woe is me pity party this thing. And people are like, Lon, I'm literally at the, at the office listening to you, mm -hmm. you know. Suits, by the way, those guys, do they ever work in the day? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? You haven't gotten on suits yet. I right? haven't, no. B Band of Brothers, you haven't gotten on uh, that. No. Nope. Peaky mm -hmm. Blinders, no. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. <sighs> I'm terrible at watching shows. When you have your next it, baby, which is coming up. Coming up yeah, it is. And it you is. get the night shift where you're just kind of holding the bottle or yep. just rocking. You know, you need to get involved in some of these. Okay. The Peaky Blinders. That was a good one. <laughs> that did. <laughs> Pretty solid. Joel, Lon has the afternoon off three times a week. <laughs> hey, and I usually make it four times here, don't I? I usually am here four times a week. By the way, I think I'm taking Thursday. And let's catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap the show after this.
It is the drive. If you're in the market for a new car battery, you could go to one of those big box stores, except there's no guarantee you'll be served by an actual car expert. Clean up in aisle three. You could pick a battery off the shelf, except it might be close to expiring. Or you could just come into Interstate. Don't make a big box store blunder. With competitive prices and a more personal, reliable approach, Interstate Batteries is the clear-cut choice if you want to guarantee yourself a new and trustworthy car battery. They're open and ready to serve you at 2504 North Mattis Avenue in Champaign. Crossroads Contractor Supply specializes in the delivery of tools and supplies within a 150-mile radius of Champaign-Urbana. Reliable, timely, and with reasonable prices, Crossroads Contractor Supply knows what equipment and tools are needed for your job. Their slogan, we have it when you need it. Get the job done right with proper tools and equipment. Did something break? Construction materials as well as safety equipment all available. Call 402-8123. Visit Crossroads Contractor Supply IL. Here's the deal. When you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you can save an average of $889. The Brian Hansen State Farm Agency is ready to help you combine home and auto and save in Champaign-Urbana. Call 217-344-1900 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Average annual household savings based on 2019 National Survey by State Farm of new policyholders who reported savings by switching to State Farm. At Busey Bank, we're proud to connect communities through financial outreach and economic opportunity. Building a stronger, more vibrant community, Busey offers tools and resources to individuals, families, and business owners to achieve financial success. Building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Busey Bank, member FDIC. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. You have money laying all around your house. You just don't know it. And no, I don't mean selling your great-grandma's good china. I mean all the old metal items you don't want to use or get rid of. Don't pay someone to haul it away. Bring it into Max Twin City Recycling and get paid to have it taken off your hands. They love new customers and are more than willing to walk you through their process step-by-step. Come check them out at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana. When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda, BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars. They're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com. Those Miami Dolphins, 
up. <laughs> we were six minutes away. Are the hard knocks cameras getting to their heads? Oh, boy. In Tennessee, pretty one-dimensional. Will Levis. Is he the most buff quarterback out there? He's got some pipes mm. on him. He's got some pipes. Well, like good question. Pipes uh, to a lot of people would mean good voice, but oh like, yeah, he's got some solid uh, arms. Sure, Jalen Hurts is built pretty well. Yes, I think he who, is. who That's else? A great point. Um, Dak it, probably has some. Yeah, he does. He's playing unbelievable. <sighs> yeah, he's answering the bell right now. Is there still that? I I imagine there's that lingering. Cowboys are going to cowboy, but I kind of feel like this this could be the year for them. That's that's like the the least scalding hot take out there because they're playing unbelievable. <laughs> they won five in a row. I'm not, not stumbling upon anything. I know in this business you're supposed to be like, right. I'm all in on Dallas winning the Super Bowl this year, which I'm kind of like, it, it looks like they could obviously do it. Well, but the world is, that's for sure. What I'm asking is, have we are we getting past the – Dallas is going to Dallas, or is that still in the back of our minds? Before I answer that, Derek Piper actually texted the show and said... Mm. Um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah, yeah. He's, he's built. Good point. Um, I don't think they're going to Cowboy this year. I think they are for real. And that win over the Eagles, I mean, that to me was the exclamation point of we are a team to be reckoned with. I don't think there's any doubt. Philly dropped to fifth. Is that right? In the seedings. So they would be the, the first wild card then. I just hope somebody beats San Francisco. Well, you've got three teams, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Niners that are all 10 and three. Oh, wow. Well, then they couldn't drop. Well, yeah, well, because they they're could. in the same division same as division, Dallas. Yeah. yeah, it's a good call. I don't know what gives the Cowboys the edge. They've split in head-to-heads, but maybe it's... Is it in division record or I anything like that? It. Yep. And then somebody's got a who? What am I forgetting here? So, oh, your division, the Bears division. Yeah, the the Lions as, Lions. Of, as of right now. Yeah. Um, still nine and four. So they'd be fourth. They would be third. You, you'd have whoever's first between Dallas and the Niners. I think the Niners. Oh, that's right. Niners beat them. Does that give them head to head? I always forget what the tiebreakers are. Let's say Niners and Cowboys top two, then the Lions, then whoever's going to win the South, which right now is the Bucks, I believe. Uh, both the Bucks and Falcons are six and seven, but the Bucks have beat them twice. Wow, the South. Yeah, I mean the Saints have fallen hard. Uh, Derek Carr's been terrible this year. Yes, he has. Terrible. The AFC South is bad. Yeah. Although Houston's not Although bad. Although the Jags are having a Well, that's year. true. Jacksonville is doing well. Well, they've lost two in a row, though. They're 8-5. They're and five. Yeah. How about my Bears, though? 5-8, and eight, not out of it. So they had on... Uh, they made the in-the-hunt graphic. Yeah, weren't they like... Yes! Was this before or after they won? There was a, a graphic out there where they were like the 1% to make the playoffs. Is that before or after they beat the Lions? That is it one... might have been before. That's like my favorite bracket or uh, graphic of the year. Yes. Because they used to always show it, and down in that lower right-hand corner would be the Cardinals. I'm like, ah, you're telling me we got a chance. So you got the Bears. You know you got a winnable game against Arizona Yep. on Christmas Eve. That's right. Who else do you play? We play, so we're at Green the Brown, out the Browns oh. coming up this week. You'll beat them. Then we host the Cardinals, we host the Falcons, and we're at the Packers. Woo! 
I think you're running the table. If we can beat Joe Flacco and the Browns. <laughs> did the Browns win this week with Flacco? They did. Yep. Yeah. Over oh, the Jaguars. How old is Joe Flacco? Uh, 37? It's not a terrible guy. I mean, he, I feel like he ought to be 54. He's 38. 38. Okay. Yep. I'm telling you, the Bears if have a legit. they win that game, yeah, they, they got a chance. By the way, Aaron Lemming from the Bear Report is going to join us tomorrow at 3.30. I'm efforting Trevor Valise tomorrow as well. Nice. I just want you guys, I want to remind you guys that I have not wavered. I have been team Justin Fields this whole time. You have. I'm not saying that I'm, today is not the day to tell you that I was right. But I like where things are trending, and I'm okay. sticking to that. Even though if we get number one, I get it, whatnot. I believe if you put the right pieces around him, that can be your guy. I will say, as at my last note before we talk more Bears tomorrow. He's dynamic. He's, he's dynamic for sure. I'm a little fearful the Bears are going to win a little too much to keep the wrong guy at head coach ah. and the wrong guy at offensive coordinator. But I will give Iberflus his due. He's, he's, made, yeah. he's gotten that defense to play a lot better. And um, that's been exciting to see. Speak the truth here. Would Marvin Harrison want to play with Justin Fields? Sure, why not? Can he get him? How, the how ball? about the year that DJ Moore's having? Yeah, you're right. DJ Moore's having a heck of a year. So I think getting the ball to a legit number one, like DJ already have, has over a thousand yards receiving and seven touchdowns. That's impressive.